Good evening. And I know I normally say good morning, but uh, it's actually evening when we're recording this one, so I'm going to say good evening. And welcome to the Weekly Roundtable. C-SPAN here, and a couple quick announcements, we'll get right into today's topic. And as you can tell, I have not had my three espressos. Well, I had them this morning. I didn't have them this evening. So my voice will be a little bit slower. So our announcements this week. Uh, first one, Dark Helmet in the 43-foot podcast um, did a really good interview with Jason from GORUCK. And uh, you can find that uh, podcast. Another really good opportunity to um, kind of reconnect. They've got a couple things going with the guys in um, F3 Jacksonville and uh, in that area. But a really good podcast. About the 40-ish minute mark is if, uh, you know, if you're a fast-forward kind of guy, go to about the 40-minute 40, 40 mark. Uh, really good information kind of discussing the similarities between GORUCK and, and F3, but also kind of why we – kind of understanding your why, really good discussion. So I, I can't emphasize enough, that's a really good one to go um, to go look at. Next thing on the list is uh, if you've been around in F3, every year we've had this kind of official shirt of the year, and uh, that uh, one of the packs normally does the artwork on it. Um, and we all, you know, there's some voting and all that kind of stuff that we all, all do, and it's um, I will share with you. If you're an artist or you're M's an artist, your kid's an artist, or you're, you're an artist, get something submitted. If you're not necessarily an artist, but you have the idea of what you want it to look like, scribble all that out, and we got a bunch of artists in the background that can help you get that together. But uh, get your ideas submitted. And I know there's a link. You can see it on the Mudgear site. Uh, I'm sure we'll figure out a way we can get that across all the newsletters and everything else. But if you know somebody's an artist that might not be uh, totally connected, make sure you get them involved with that. Last thing on the list, similar to my um, discussion last week, and I still think it's crazy that the guy ran a 10K every day for a year in flip-flops. And I'm going to tell you the 10K every day was crazy enough for me, but doing it in flip-flops is nuts. But as you listen to this podcast, one of my really good friends here, hit the, normally there's three buttons somewhere, kind of some setting stuff, hit share, send it to your friends, text it to your friends. Uh, especially guys who haven't been involved or maybe don't understand all this stuff going on behind the scenes. This is going to be a good episode to uh, share with them, have them listen to it, and then maybe follow up with a phone call so you can uh, kind of talk about F3 and get them back involved. So jumping into today's topic, uh, this is a you, long you have time. One more, you have friend. one more announcement, C-SPAN. Oh, go ahead. Lay it on me. You, you pro- you, no, you have one more. You promised Crotch Rocket. Oh, I did. Now, one more, one more famous announcement. We have a really good friend. His name's Crotch Rocket. And if you're doing the F3 Foundation stuff, uh, his, his run at the foundation is coming to an end. Here's a guy. Basically, if you're not in Fort Mill or Lake Norman or in Metro, you should think it's Crotch Rocket because he is probably the guy who helped assemble the teams that actually planted your workouts. And so one of his final things he's going to do in his, in his current role with the foundation is he's going to be on Dancing with the Stars. And I hope to get him on a future episode so we can get all this information about Dancing with the Stars. But uh, Slaughter, thanks for uh, reminding me. Uh, we're not going to ask for a ton of money, but if we could just have a bunch of guys uh, donate to him. And uh, if you're in the Charlotte metro area, if you could buy a ticket and actually take your M to this dance contest. Um, 
And if you don't, if you've never worked out with Crotch Rocket, um, it's going to be good entertainment. And so I'm just going to encourage you, and I will, uh, I will provide all those links, uh, and we will try and get him on an upcoming episode. So, jump into it. Officially, today's topic. My friend Slaughter, longtime friend, longtime roundtable uh, guest, and uh, the official Mantan for F3 Nation. Who EH'd you? How long have you been doing F3? Thank you, Steve Span. Great to be on the podcast with you again. Um, so my first day in F3 was June the 6th, 2012. And uh, one of my very best friends, Mighty Wind, invited me. Our daughters uh, were playing softball together, and uh, we had done some things together already, and he kind of figured out that I was a guy that might be interested, and uh, I hadn't heard of F3, and I was interested, so he told me to meet him in front of my house on my bicycle. So I actually, at 5 o'clock in the morning, I actually rode my bike to uh, my very first workout, which was Ranger, um, uh, right down the street from where I live in Charlotte, and uh, Swamp Fox named me Slaughter. My last name is Lambert from Silence of the Lambs, Slaughter the Lambs. That's how I got my name, and it's been a torrid love affair for me ever since, that's for sure. Awesome. And uh, I know some of you guys are listeners, some of you guys aren't listeners, but I know uh, you still you post a lot. Uh, anybody you want to shout out? Um, I know you, we before we started recording, we were talking about all the places you worked out this week, but uh, anybody you want to shout out, I'll, I'll let you get all that kind of first F, uh, second F, stuff out or third up whatever you whatever you want to shout out to any of the guys you normally talk to um you know i, I it's been an interesting little while i'm gonna in a second talk about all the different places i traveled to but uh very recently i of course am a graduate from the cadre academy class 001 so i want to shout out to all of the fellows there that uh that graduated with me uh that's a, that's a special kind of bond you form when you do something like that. Uh, and then, of course, the cadre that put it on. Uh, let's see. This week I was in Myrtle Beach hanging out with some of my favorite guys, Headgear and Jeter. I want to say hey to them. And this morning I was at the Cauldron in the Lake Norman region visiting my cousin Nine Lives and some of those fellows. So uh, always good to, to see them and uh, always good to see my cousin. Amen on that. And so, well, let's jump into it because I know for the listeners, um, if this is the first year you've ever heard the Nantan, we've been going through this tradition five-ish years or so. I guess, I'd say maybe this is the sixth year we've done it. Uh, normally at the beginning of the year, we have the uh, Nantan for F3 Nation come in and kind of give sailing orders for the upcoming year. And so as uh, what Slaughter's going to go through right now, just kind of sit back, take a listen, because he's going to, um, what he's talking about, he's going to talk about at the international level, but it, you can apply all these same things down to your, to your region or to your local AO. And so uh, sit back, take a listen. And so where do you want to start? Uh, well, I, I just concluded my very first year as the Nantan CEO of the F3 Nation, and, uh, and it was fantastic. It was a little bit of a whirlwind 
um, with everything that went on, <clears throat> you know, business as usual, the 10-year cadre academy, grow rucks, you know, expanding the SLT, getting to know the board of directors, being on the board of directors. So it was, it was quite a year, um, but it was a very successful year. Uh, you know, one of the things about being in, in, a, in a top leadership position is you got to figure out what it is you're supposed to be doing. You got to figure out what it is you're, you're supposed, where you're supposed to be leading people, where you're supposed to be pointing. Um, you know, some days I romance about in, in my business or, or sometimes in F3 that I just, I just had a to-do list that somebody could hand to me and, that says do this, and I don't necessarily have that. So <clears throat> part of what I do at the end of my year, and I've done this for a while, is just reflect on, on things um, and figure out what, what, I, what I want this next year to look like. Um, so one of the things that I was very successful at this past year was visiting a lot of different places in F3 across this country. I've, I estimate I was in somewhere between 25 and 30 different regions this past year. Uh, some of that was for GrowRuck. Some of that was for other F3 reasons. Some of that was just where my personal and business travels took me. Um, but I did take a special interest in, in going to these places, and some folks wanted to hear what I had to say, but I mostly wanted to hear what they had to say uh, and, and see what they're doing and meet as many people as I could. One of the things that I had figured out that I think we all probably know is that the vast majority of men in F3 show up at 5.30 in the morning for a workout. That is the beginning and the end of their F3 existence. They don't listen to podcasts. They don't know anything about <clears throat> the board of directors or they don't get the newsletter. Most of the time, they don't, this morning was another example of that, don't even know who their local leadership is, uh, and they don't care. And the question, of course, is, um, is that okay? Well, of course that's okay. But I don't think that's what we're going for. Um, last year, one of the big, or I would say the biggest item that we identified was our growth plan. And the most common thing that I did here as I traveled across the country was a quarter million guys in 2025. That is our growth goal. Um, and, and that's fantastic. We met our goal this year. If you've seen the chart, it is exponential. So uh, every year we have more AOs, more regions, and more PACs to add than we did the year before. And some of that's just math. You know, you know we'll, the more the – more Regions we have, the more regions we'll have kind of a thing. But we, um, but we, we, we can't, I figured, just focus on this quantity. And we need to continue to do that, but I guess I equated it a little bit like my business and my personal life. I, I said, well, what's a good way to approach this and what better way than to come up with my one word for the nation? And my one word for the nation for 2022 is connection. I want to figure out how we connect, can connect with PACs on a deeper level um, so that we can expose them to a little bit more of what F3 has to offer. You know, personal acceleration, leadership development, community transformation, that's, that's really what all of this is built around achieving, um, quality over quantity. 
So I think if we focus a little bit more on transferring our F3 culture, cultivating our men, and transforming our communities as a group, the expansion numbers will be there. Um, it's kind of like in, in, in a business. Uh, in my business, I own a construction company, and we don't focus on the bottom line first. I mean, of course, I guess that's, that's why you're there is, is to make money. We're a for-profit. But I found that if we focus on our team, taking care of our team, connecting with our team, concentrate on building the best product that we can, really no matter the cost, building the best product, um, standing behind what it is that we're doing, and, and all of those types of things, the bottom line will come. Um, if you go about it the other way, you're going to skip out on some of those other important components, and your bottom line will end up suffering. And, and I think F3 is the exact same way. If we can focus on the things that I just mentioned, you know, the expansion numbers will inevitably come. So the one word for me for, for 2022 is, is connection. Uh, I'm going to pause there, C-SPAN, if you wanted to ask yeah. any questions. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, first of all, I love connection because I think um, – I haven't made it through a podcast yet this year where I haven't said the word COVID, so I'm just going to say COVID and get it out of the way. I think when you talk about connection – uh, and we would talk about men and coming out of the last couple of years, what guys need is connection. So I think I, I, I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to give you a loud amen because I, I think this is what guys are craving. I mean, we could all go to CrossFit and get a workout, but what we're really craving is working out with our friends, laughing in the morning, having mumble chatter and have a connection. And I, I love it that you're actually equating that to our growth model because that quality over quantity we're going to get our we're going to get our quantity if we continue to build relationships and make connections. So, dude, I'm just going to I'm just going to say I'm I'm a believer. I think this is exactly what the direction we need to go. So, I don't know if there's anything you want to add, but I'm just going to hand it back to you. Yeah, uh, I think that, you know, as part of the connection is is exposing the men to all of these different things that we have every everything from the Q source to the foundation to the stuff worth trying uh, to, you know, second and third F events. So um, that's, that's part of it. Um, all right. What I'm going to move into next C-SPAN is kind of the list. And, and I've got a little bit of a, of a caveat. This list hasn't actually been ratified by the executive team yet, um, only because we haven't had our, our first official meeting of the year, uh, which is coming up here in a couple weeks. And uh, after that, we have our first board meeting of the year. And I wanted to take just a second and, and make sure everybody understands what the structure of the nation actually consists of. Uh, F3 Nation is, is an incorporated entity. Uh, one of our subsidiaries is the F3 Foundation. F3 Nation is a not-for-profit. Uh, that is our tax filing status. And the F3 Foundation is an actual 501c3. There's a little bit of a difference there. Uh, both entities answer to the same board of directors. So we do have a board of directors. We've talked about it on the, on the call before. I actually am one of the board of directors, uh, as, along with seven other guys. Um, and then we have an executive operating group. This is the group of people who are named in our bylaws as having the legal responsibility to run the day-to-day -day of the nation. And that includes myself, 
uh, Dark Helmet, who is the president of the nation, Crotch Rocket, who is the president of the foundation, the Mighty Lance, who is the chief operating officer, uh, and GMO, who, uh, of course, is, is, is the head of sectors, and he is also one of those members. So we're the folks that are legally responsible for the day-to-day -day operations. Uh, we answer to the board. And um, besides that, we, we also have kind of a larger shared leadership team that's headed up by Dark Helmet, and that includes uh, Dark Helmet, the Mighty Lance, Gobbler, Hello Kitty, Italian Job, Tommy Boy, GMO, Rapido, Bono, Bing, and Dilly Dilly. I, I think I've got uh, all of those folks, but that's a little bit of a shared leadership team, and they're not legally obligated to the nation, but uh, they're all on the F3 nation side, um, which, of course, has a lot more things going on. So that's kind of how things are run. Uh, Dark Helmet uses that group uh, to figure out all of the logistics of all the things that occur. Uh, if you're familiar with any of the names that I've mentioned, you know maybe what their roles are. Uh, and then the executive group gets together when we need to and then quarterly to uh, hash out some of what I'm about to talk about. And then we present all these things to the board. And the bylaws give uh, the executive group certain uh, rights and powers up to a certain level and then it spells out what the board has to approve. For example, uh, money. The board has to approve our budget. They've got to approve spending in, in certain, uh, to certain levels and different things. Um, and I guess their primary job is the hiring and firing of the CEO. Uh, so I'm, I'm always a little bit nervous when we have our board meetings <laughs> just to uh, make sure they're happy. Um, so here's kind of the list that I've put together. Uh, the executive group is familiar with this, and when we get together, we're going to kind of ratify it. And I try to tailor all of my thoughts, words, writings, and actions around this list for the entire year. Um, it's a little bit of a to-do list, uh, if you will, and then some of it's a little bit far-reaching. Some of these things were on our list last year that are continuing. Um, so... The first thing that we need to do is to close out 2021. Just like any business, uh, we've got to close our books, our financials. We've got tax filings. We've got to send out 1099s, our W-2. Uh, we, have to, we have to file our nonprofit paperwork, all those types of things. Um, in addition to that, we have to finalize our 2022 budget, which uh, is both one for the nation and one for the foundation. Those things... Um, are going to be presented to the board and they're going to approve them and we've pretty much got to stick to them. And if anything changes, for example, this past year we had to get special ratification from the board to put on the Cadre Academy, which would have been an expenditure in excess of anything that was in our budget. Um, but for the most part, all the different facets of the nation stick to that. Once all of that is completed, uh, just like last year, we're going to publish a 2021 annual report. Uh, this will be made public for all the PACs or anybody else with an Internet connection. Uh, it's going to include all of the F3 Nation and F3 uh, Foundation financials from 2021. It's going to show every dollar that came in and every dollar that went out. And finally, it is going to include our 2022 budget. Uh, when a, one of the first tasks that I took on as the CEO is I wanted complete transparency 
for everything that we everything that we did. Um, uh, we explained I explained this to you last year, C-SPAN, that uh, the PACs deserve that. Um, this is their organization, not our organization. So, uh, if you haven't seen the 2021 budget, it's on the website. Never come down. And uh, here in the next couple months, we're going to have our, our uh, the 2020 rather. We'll have the 2021 budget up there. So that's kind of some of the administration stuff that happens every year. Um, going down the list, uh, kind of in order of, of what's important to us, uh, break the mold. The break the mold initiative is, uh, I think, paramount. Um, we put out a, a F3 Nation survey earlier this past year, and overwhelmingly the feedback was what we already knew, we need to be more open to all men. Um, we need to be more accessible to the men in our communities who don't look like us, who don't worship like us. Um, you know, diversity in our book includes race, religion, or lack of religion, age, disability, socioeconomic status, fitness levels, everything. Basically, F3 needs to look more like the communities that we're trying to serve. Um, so we've got some specific ways that we're doing that. We're going to increase our inclusivity on both the board of directors and in the executive group. We're looking to add some folks uh, that will increase our diversity. Um, and then we, we've got some great initiatives going on across the country, uh, region by region, for the Break the Mold initiative. And we've got some things that we're doing to uh, help foster that a little bit more. Um, I think this is going to be the tipping point for the next level of the nation and the foundation's success. So that's a big one. Um, another one on the list is Grow Ruck. Last year we uh, completed six events. This year, of course, you already know we have eight-ish events on the calendar. Um, that's a big deal. That is a lot of logistics. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of moving parts. Um, so we, we want to pull that off, and then we also this year need to plan a big 2023, figure out the direction we're going in. Uh, and you heard this, and I don't want to spend too much time on it, but Grow Ruck, in my and others' opinions, is the premier leadership development, um, regional development, personal development event that we can hold. Uh, there is none better, and it, uh, it, it, it works magic for the men in the regions that participate. So we want to continue to do that. Um, also on our list, list is the foundation. Uh, you talked about Crotch Rocket. He's been the president of the foundation uh, since it came under the nation's uh, arm here two years ago. And he's, he's retiring, so we're going to need a new F3 foundation president. The executive director scratched and win answers to this individual. And of course, they have a seat at the executive table and answer to the board. So we're interviewing some folks, and, and uh, we've got a plan, and hopefully that will be uh, revealed here shortly. And then we can take on the business of growing the foundation's uh, connection to the PACs. Uh, I was on a South Central sector Zoom call the other day, led by, of course, the uh, South Central uh, sector queue, which is SPUR, and somebody, one of the Nantans, I don't remember which one, said, hey, we, you know, we want to figure out how we can be more supportive of the foundation and learn more. And I said, actually, it, it's, uh, 
that might be a little bit backwards. You know, we want you to focus on how you can transform your community, and then you need to let the foundation know how we can support you, because that's really what it's there for. Um, uh, so we, you know, we've raised some money. We had a successful Give to Give campaign. Uh, we're going to continue to figure out how to keep money coming in. But most importantly, we want to figure out how to write some fantastic grants to support some of the fantastic things that are going on across the country. Um, we, uh, moving on to the next one, of course, we want to meet our expansion goals for 2022. Uh, we talked about those quite a bit, uh, but we need to, you know, we're looking to have 4,000 workouts by the end, 4,000 AOs by the end of the year. That's, uh, that's pretty significant. Um, we want to finish building out the sectors of the nation. This, this is really where the rubber hits the, where the, where the, where the, rubber hits the road. Uh, this is all what GMO is doing, and it's, uh, it, it's very significant because this is, this is how we are transferring our culture, how we're getting our arms around the regions and who's there they're helping to disseminate information both down and up so that, number one, regions have a playbook. You know, we, 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 we don't any longer want to have the, the regional Nantan transfer of power consist of, here's your shovel flag, good luck. We want to be able to put some best practices in place so that they have the best idea uh, on, on what to do and how to grow their region, how to expand, and how to connect with their men. Uh, this will also be a great way to uh, connect with the Nantans. Uh, they change over pretty regularly, and we want to make sure we've got a direct line into them. And that's going really, really well, but it's going to, uh, it's going to need to be expanded. And that's exactly what uh, GMO and his team are doing, which is fantastic. Um, as part of that, we actually have a few uh, – we have an international sector so basically everything outside of this country is considered international, and Chili Pepper is, is that sector Q right now. But um, <laughs> I, I wasn't ready. I don't know about the rest of the team, but uh, we weren't ready for this international business that started last year. But it's here. It's happening. It's growing. So we need to want to make sure we can try to do that the right way. So that's one of our big goals this year is to get our arms around that, figure out how we can support them, um, how we can help them grow, and how we can kind of help keep our eye on it. And, and some of that's just logistical stuff. You know, how can they get shirts? Um, you know, and <laughs> their shovel flags look different than our shovel flags. Uh, that was a question some of them had. You know, do we, in Kenya, do we have to fly the American flag? No, fly their own flag. Um, but there's good stuff happening overseas, and, and we, want to, uh, we want to embrace that as opposed to uh, <laughs> closing our eyes to it. Um, we, uh, if you remember C-SPAN, another thing on the list that was on the list last year, last year are, are the legal risks. So what TML, who's, who's over this, as well as our cor corporate attorney, Gandalf, they put together a task force. This task force consists of F3 guys who are lawyers all across the country, and what they're doing are, number one, identifying what risks exist for the nation, both at the regional and at the national level, and what can be done kind of to get in front of this. As we continue to grow, um, our susceptibility to legal problems, and you can probably imagine what some of those might be, uh, 
grows as well. So we want to stay ahead of that so that something doesn't happen to threaten our F3 way of life. Um, so we've got lawyers working on lawyer stuff, and uh, eventually there will be some ideas brought, some decisions made, uh, report created, and uh, a final to-do task list uh, come out of that, and, and uh, that, that's going to happen this year for sure. Um, another thing that uh, I'm looking to do is move more towards getting some uh, professional operational help for the F3 nation. Not sure what that looks like. Um, I just know that we're getting to the point where all of these guys who, <laughs> like you and I right now, C-SPAN, you know, working at 8.30 on the Eastern time on a Friday night to get this done. I mean, there's everybody that I've named, whether it's a board of director, an executive group, or one of the, these SLT guys, you know, they're, they're working at the, on their lunch breaks and at night and after the kids go to bed and, you know, these are, these are, we're all people with day jobs, something else, but uh, we're growing to the point where we need some professional. And I don't know what that means yet, an executive director, an executive director firm, a full-time employee, uh, what have you, but um, we, need to, we, we need to get ready to, um, to be a little bit more professional. And part of, I think, what we're looking at is maybe the, the Alcoholics Anonymous um, model. You know, they're a little bit like us. They're very starfishy. Um, you know, you can go to a meeting anywhere in the world, actually, and they're all similar in some ways, and they're, and they're different in some ways. Um, they've got the 12 steps, which is, um, you know, uh, how it works, and then the 12 traditions, which are why it works. Uh, but besides all of that, they have a general services office where they've got a whole bunch of paid employees that kind of take care of back-of-house administrative-type stuff. Um, and I, I think we're looking at something similar to that. So anyway, I, I want to move towards that. And then the last item on my list, C-SPAN, is uh, preparing for the onslaught. Uh, you could probably imagine but I'm going to lay this out for you. Imagine, for example, if Dread was asked to be on Joe Rogan's podcast. Or imagine if a national news outlet, um, C-SPAN, Fox, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the political affiliation. But if we were to garner that type of national attention um, at this point in time, because we are in so many places in the country, and a lot of folks have maybe heard about us. You know, we, we possibly one morning might just have tens of thousands of guys showing up at workouts all across the country. Um, that's, that's the quick version of what we're talking about. The slow version is following that expansion chart that we came up with last year, which still leads to a quarter million guys here in another few years. So that's the onslaught that we're building this structure this machine around to make sure that no matter how many people show up or when they show up, we've got the ability to create this connection so that people know who we are, they understand what our culture is, they have access to these different tools that makes F3 so phenomenal, um, and that they've got people in different places to support them because the last thing that we want, um, you know, just like an AA meeting, you know, we, they don't ever want somebody to show up needing a meeting and nobody's there. 
or show up and ask for help and there's nobody to help. You know, we don't ever want to be in a position where people show up and we're not there to support them just like you and I were supported the day we showed up. Um, so that's, that's kind of the list, C-SPAN. That's, uh, I don't know if you were keeping track or not, but that's 12 oh, big items yeah. on the list. Yeah, and I was, I was taking notes. I'm going to let, uh, I'm going to let you take a deep breath and I'm going to kind of do a, a rewind for the listeners and I'm going to give you some commentary because it's Friday and it's free. And um, so a couple, couple of comments as we go through these. Closing out 2021 and making a 22 bud, uh, 2022 budget, and then the annual report, and then the transparency. On behalf of everybody in the nation, I'm just going to say thank you for doing that. I know uh, we've, we've always managed the money really, really well, but just being transparent, and your guys' annual report last year was phenomenal. Um, so I'm just going to say thanks for doing that because also the other thing it does is it it validates our organization that we're real. Um, when we have a, a you know a annual report that looks like that, people understand we're more than just eight guys meeting in a parking lot. And so, thanks for doing that. Well, I'll tell I'll tell the you next thing on your man. Last yeah, last year when that when when we the day that we hit publish on that annual report, I was waiting for the explosion. Um, you know, because before that, as far as a lot of people were concerned, there was some maybe shady back alley stuff going on only because nobody knew. You know, there was money changing hands and there was people doing things. And, and um, anytime you have that type of a situation, you know, people ask a lot of questions. You know, people were asking questions. What do you do with the money from this church? How much money are you actually making? So when we put that out and, you know, I was like, man, there's guys going to look through this and have some questions. And there was none of that. There was nothing but support. There was nothing but people saying thank you for showing us everything and, and, and opening the books and being completely transparent with numbers and, and goals and plans and, and all of that. So I was, uh, I was, I was happy about that, and uh, hopefully that will still be the same thing. But the, the point was I, I think people just appreciated that level of transparency, and I think it's, it's important for an organization like ours to, uh, to garner that kind of trust with folks. Um, and that's something that helps keep us honest and accountable, the folks that are, are on this side of things making those types of decisions, knowing that anything that we might do, you know, any, any dollars that we might spend, um, everybody's going to know about them. It, uh, I think that, that helps, and that's, that's setting a good precedent for future leadership as well. Absolutely. I'm going to take your next two and kind of block them together because I think these are um, just so important as, as we really want to talk about impacting our communities. The first one is break the mold. The second one is grow ruck. And I'm going to put those together because I'm going to say the go ruck training model, if you guys haven't done one, I got a lot of feedback uh, over the summer because I said, hey, if you're going to F3, well, I guess I've been saying it for a couple of years now, but I, I keep saying if you do F3 a few times a a week, and you, um, you know, you can put that ruck on your back and walk for a bit. You're gonna, you're gonna be fine in one of these events. They're still gonna find your breaking point, all that kind of stuff. But you're gonna survive. It's probably gonna be one of the hardest things you've ever done, but you'll, it'll change your life and make you better. 100% agree that that is the best leadership school training uh, development you could possibly um, go through. And then the, to me, the best part is, is you get to do all this training with your, with your brothers. And you know, I. Um, I'm just going to say that's the funnest part. 
The other thing is with break the mold, um, we have to we have to be better at this. And I've had some. I had them in Philly. I, you know, I've had them kind of all over Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, and then throughout over the entire Northeast. And I have had a bunch of conversations across the South, and now I'm in Texas, and I'm having them here. Um, we can't just be a, a middle-aged, you know, you know, 41-year-old white guy group. We'll never survive. Uh, we need young guys. We need old guys. We need guys of every color, every religion, every every kind of variable you can possibly look, we need to look like our communities. And so that's the only way F3 is going to survive is if we actually open it up and really truly make it welcoming for guys who don't look like us. And we EH guys who don't look like us because we need to be that welcoming. The only way they're going to get here, none of us showed up on our own. You actually got to get invited. And so I'm going to, I'll put a pin in that and um, see if you have any follow-up comments there. Yeah. Um, that, that, being all and like I said, I was all over the country last year at F three workouts. I mean, Chicago and Kansas City, Texas, Florida, California, Carolinas, Georgia. I mean, you name it, I was there. And uh, there's a lot of people talking about that. And uh, number one, they say, you know, we want to achieve uh, a, a level of diversity, um, <laughs> or, or at least start doing that. That's good. They've identified it. They've recognized it. Then question number two that we get is, how do we do that? So there are some people uh, doing that in different places across the country. Um, they're doing it, you know, Greensboro, Wakanda was, was probably the first uh, success that we've had there, and it, and it's happening everywhere else. It's happening uh, in Charlotte, and it's happening down in Georgia. They're doing it in Florida. So there's people figuring that out. They're figuring out how to successfully – attract and connect with uh, people that are different than the folks currently working out. So we're putting together a playbook for, for how to make that happen uh, a little bit easier so that people that care about it, and, and those are many, uh, already have kind of the, the uh, successes of those that have gone before them on how to achieve it. So I think we're getting there, and I think we're going to see some significant uh, progress. And the last thing I'll say is that if if you're out there and it, it doesn't matter uh, what, what your nationality or any of these other things are, if, you know, if you're interested in being on the board or um, being any part of the executive group, uh, you know, contact me and, uh, and, and, and we'll put your name in the hat. Uh, you know, right now they're interviewing for a new board position. They put that out there about three or four months ago. And they've got some applications. Um, and we're at we're interviewing for a new member of the executive group. So if you would like to do that, please contact me, um, slaughter at F3Nation.com. Taking it back from you, the next one was the foundation, and I just love that you're, uh, you know, I love that you're flipping it on guys, and it's not how we can support the foundation, it's how the foundation can support us. Next one was expansion, and uh, I'm going to tell you 4,000 workouts. I think these guys will blow it away. I will tell you today was a big day. I, I believe that we actually are calling Iowa. I think Iowa's on the map now. And I, uh, so that's another huge state. And I know I got a lot of corn-fed brothers that have been trying to figure out why we haven't been successful in Iowa. But we're in Iowa now. And so I think 4,000 workouts is, uh, or 4,000 AOs is a beautiful, um, I think that's a beautiful goal for, I, but I think we're going to blow it away. It's just my opinion. And then the last one is the sectors piece. I think this is really a great idea that 
we're getting that connection, uh, being able to build these relationships and uh, drive our culture through really, really close interaction because we all know that's, that's what most guys are craving. And when we put a guy in charge of a region, we should be providing enough support that he, um, he, has, he has everything he needs to uh, lead those men successfully. So I'll take a quick breath there. Anything you want to add? Uh, no, I think we're I think we're good on on, on those. Um, and the, the you know the expansion goal is um, how many? Let's see, it's four thousand workouts, and I believe it is three hundred. Um, I think it's three hundred regions this year. So that's a tall order. We're we're a little bit ahead of the mark from last year. Um, we've got a few things, uh, a few more regions, and, and a whole bunch of more. Uh, workouts than we had uh, budgeted for 2021. So, so that's good. And I agree. You know, what's funny, C-SPAN, is I, I don't know that a single person has said, there ain't no way, brother. There ain't no way. Every single person that talks about that says, you're going to blow those numbers out of the water, which, of course, scares me, but uh, that's good to hear. <laughs> Yeah, and I was going to say Chili Pepper by himself running the international sectors might blow that number out of the water by himself. Um, mm-hmm. Jumping down the rest of the list, um, the legal risk, the professional uh, help, you know, these are all things you, as the guy running the business we totally get. And then the last one, I, uh, I'm just going to tell you, I still feel like we're just this, you know, we're one podcast away. The other thing that every guy that's listening to this needs to understand some random guy is going to show up one morning and he's going to be the guy that has 6 billion followers on social media and it, he's going to define F3 off that one post. And so we guys got to be buttoned up and ready to go. Guys got to be executing every morning because that FNG is going to show up that's going to blow us up. I'm, I'm convinced this is going to be an FNG. Joe Rogan's not going to post out on his social media that he's going to F3 tomorrow. What he's going to do is he's going to post it up three and then post all kinds of stuff about it, right? And that, to me, is why we got to just be so buttoned up as leaders across the, you know, across the world. You're one FNG away from this thing just absolutely blowing up or the opposite, which means the guy's going to show up, nobody's there, or the guy show up five minutes late, or you, you know, he's an FNG and he has a hard time keeping up and you dump him in the middle of some city or he's lost and he has a terrible experience, whatever's going to happen is going to happen, and it's going to be based on the guy, those eight guys in the parking lot that uh, that meet up each morning. And so we just got to be that buttoned up. When an FNG shows up, you got to just try and take care of them and push them as hard as you can to make the workout tough. So I'll, I'll hand that one back to you. I know you got more to talk about on that. Yeah. Uh, so first of all, but the 2022 expansion goals are, I'm not sure what we said, but it's 300 regions and it's 4,500 AOs, which would equate to about 75,000 packs. When we had some national um, attention before, um, you know, when, when, when Dread and OBT were on the, um, the Art of Manliness podcast, when we were on the Today Show, uh, when Ralph wrote his article in, in, in Men's Health, we had a lot of people that contacted us like, oh, how can I go there? But back in those days, we weren't in nearly as many cities and states as we are right now. So unfortunately, a lot of guys that were interested for a second uh, figured out that there wasn't any F3 anywhere near them, and so they got interested in whatever was next in their life. Well, now when those things happen, chances are that there's an F3 workout 
pretty close to them. So the, the cities that did have F3 when these national, uh, this national attention was shed on us, they, they, they did see some folks come out. But so I, I think that's why it's, it's even more significant now. Um, you know, and a lot, of, a lot of people are saying, you know, gosh, you know, you've you got to be careful what you say, uh, what you write. And, you know, I, I think it's important, and, and Dark Hellman addressed this on, on the, uh, the larger SLT call, quarterly call the other night, said, you know, you can't be too afraid to offend somebody or say the wrong thing. You know, num number one, we're only human. Uh, number two, you know, chances are that, that somebody's always going to be offended by something. Um, and, and number three, you know, we just got to go for it. You know, we, we have to be who we are, and we have to try to stand for the things that are important to us. We have to try to align ourselves with people of, of, of similar morals, and, um, and that's going to get us where we need to be. Um, you know, there's, there's, I'm sure, some podcasts out there that we wouldn't choose to be on, but uh, I mentioned Fox News or, or CNN or something, you know, so it, it, it's not about political affiliation. It's uh, it, it, just because we might be on one of those podcasts or because somebody might talk about something, well, that's an individual saying something, and, and that individual is going to believe what they believe, but that doesn't mean uh, that we're not all inclusive to people on the other side of whatever fence that might be. So I, that's hopefully important for us to remember as we attempt, attempt to get in some of this national limelight, which there's a lot of folks, Dark Helmet being, being probably the primary one, uh, are attempting to do. All right. We're getting on top of our time. So I don't know how much other stuff you wanted to go over, but I, I appreciate you kind of going back through the list with me because I think it's, um, you know, I, I'm just a regular guy who goes to workouts. That, that list is important to me that I know that that's what the team is working on, and so I appreciate you going over it with us. As we get on top of our time, what else you want to share with the guys? So here's the last thing I got. I'm going to flip everything I just talked about completely back on its head. I started off by telling you that we're trying to connect deeper with the guy who's just out there at 530 in the morning for a workout, and that's it. Well, all of these things I just went through C-SPAN are to protect exactly that. Because through all of this and through all of these lofty goals and all of these men and these organizations and paid employees and all of that, what we're really trying to do is protect our five core principles. We're really trying to make sure that the guy showing up at 530 in the morning isn't encumbered by any of this crap. Uh, and I say crap because it's, it's not, but it, 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 it can feel like that if, you know, you walked into the workout and, and, and they handed you a flyer and you had to vote on something and then they asked you for, you know, your bank account number. And it, no, we do want to make sure that guys can still show up at 530 in the morning and that it's okay for them to know absolutely nothing more than the six guys standing next to them. Um, so that's something, those, those core principles are something that's at the core of everything that we're trying to do. And that's really what we want to make sure that we protect. And, and darn sure is something that is never going to change. So all of these things that we're doing is to make sure that we're protecting what F3 really is, what it really boils down to, that, those five core principles, so that it won't change today and it won't change in 20 years when we're two, three, four, ten leadership groups down the road. Um, that's really what we're trying to put in place. We're trying to make this thing generational so that it's going to look 
exactly like it looks today. And it's going to feel to the guy showing up in the parking lot at 5.30 in the morning the same exact way that it felt this morning. Um, so in order to do that, in order to protect that, I feel like, and a lot of other men feel like, we've got to put some of this structure in place to make sure that that continues. That's what we're trying to do, C-SPAN. Love it. Here, one more. Amen. I love it. I wish I was in Charlotte. And then the last, thing, the, 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 last, the last thing, C-SPAN, that I always close with, and I, is, is I try to take this upon myself, is you've heard me say this, and I say it every time, is you don't take yourself too seriously. Q-Source and Stuff Worth Trying and Board of Directors and the F3 Foundation and just go out tomorrow morning and uh, laugh with your buddies. Go act like a child before you have to go home and be an adult. Forget about everything I just said and go have a good time and uh, forget, about, forget about some of this stressful life stuff for at least 45 minutes. Go do a workout in the pouring down rain fart and laugh about it, all that good stuff, um, because if we didn't have that, man, I, I, don't, I don't know that I'd be here. And I'm just going to give you an amen on that, brother. Yeah, it is, uh, it's always great talking to you. And I, I, I should have said in the beginning, on behalf of the nation, just thank you, because I know you've, um, the role you're filling now takes a lot of your time, and it's time that you aren't spending at work, and you aren't spending with your wife, and you aren't spending with... Uh, the entire Concentrica model, you, you, I know you're spread thin and just wanted to say on behalf of the nation, just thank you so much for, uh, for being there and, 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 you know, serving. So we're, we're very thankful. Right, we appreciate right back you, at uh, you guiding the group. Yeah, absolutely, brother. Thank and you, I, brother. Uh, big knuckle, yep, big knuckle bumps. Uh, for the rest of you, I'll talk to you next week. Have a great week. Thanks for being a guest on the roundtable. See you, C-SPAN.